Greetings, everyone. How are you? I want to welcome you now to a live broadcast for Be Little Speaks. And of course, I'm excited to be with you on today. Wow. This moment has been a long time coming. We've definitely been working hard, but for the very first time, we are able to hit the live button and come across your social media platforms, whether it's YouTube, whether it is uh, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, whatever it is. I'm so grateful to now have a platform to communicate with you through this vehicle that we call Be Little Speaks. And I am just excited, excited about being here with you on today. Well, I know some of you may be asking yourself, what is a Be Little Speaks? Who is Be Little? Of course, uh, those of you that are a part of my personal profile page, you know who I am. I'm Be Little, Brian Little. And um, for a while now, I had been thinking about um, coming to social media in a way uh, where we can just begin to just communicate with you, hang out, have fun. And, you know, this platform is called Be Little Speaks for a reason, because I'm not trying to be politically correct about anything. I'm not really trying to um, change um, the dynamics of anything. But ever so often, things happen in my world that I want to speak about. And I decided that I just wanted to come and begin to speak about those things with you. And uh, so this is the very first broadcast. This is the first time that we are doing something like this. And um, man, I've got to tell you, it's been a long time coming. First of all, let's talk about what's been going on in my week. This week has been crazy. Of course, I live in Southern Louisiana, and anyone from Southern Louisiana know exactly what happened last week. Hurricane Marco, uh, which was downgraded to a tropical storm, and then, of course, Hurricane Laura, they just came crashing through Southern Louisiana uh, with major force. Now, I, just to bring you along, because again, this this is called Be Little Speaks. I'm just going to talk about whatever I talk about. Nothing special. Um, I, during that storm, I decided to stay home. Now, when I decided to stay home, Marco didn't seem like it was going to do much. And of course it dissipated. And then Laura, which was following right behind it, didn't seem that it would be as much as it was as well. And so I allowed all of my family and friends to just break away and leave. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, this is going to be easy, smooth sailing. Now, anybody that lives in the South, no, you only have but so much time to get out. If it's if the hurricane's coming, you only have so much time. And if the hurricane is directly coming in uh, towards you, you already know um, that you need to get to the grocery store if you're going to stay. You're going to have to gas up if you're going to leave. All of these things that um, I just thought, hey, you know, uh, it won't be much. I got enough food and everything. Well, Marco came and didn't do much, but Laura was something fierce. And um, it started out in the Gulf as a hurricane one. And then of course it grew and it grew and long story short, it hit as a hurricane five. By this time, there's no way for me to get out. 
there was no way for me to leave. And um, so I was stuck here <laughs> during the storm. And uh, while I was here, I, of course, they said the storm would get here about one something in the morning. And uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. So I went to sleep. But while I was asleeping, I'm telling you, all of a sudden, it was like um, like a, a, a train was about to come right through the middle of my house. I didn't know what I was going to do. I, it woke me out of my sleep. The bed was shaking. Now, you know, I live in the South. I don't know nothing about hurricanes. I mean, that, that has never been a thing. But, uh, I mean, I don't know anything about earthquakes. The way that the house was shaking, I just thought, you know, it was about to cave in. The only thing that I could think about was grab the mattress, pull it over my head and just hope nothing falls on my, on me. Well, you know, we, we went through that. Uh, and after it stopped, I began to look all across my house and I didn't see uh, any damage or anything. But when I opened my front door, this huge oak tree fell in my front yard. And it rocked my house. I think that's what what was going on uh, there. And uh, now, for those that know where I live, and I'm not telling everybody, but for, for those of you who know where I live, you will pass by my front yard and you're going to see this 80-year oak tree just laying down flat, just, just there. And I don't know what I'm going to do about it. Uh, I'm, I still haven't figured it out. You know, somewhere between now and then, uh, we'll... we'll uh, figure it out. So that's my events for the week. And then uh, past that, of course, everyone uh, knows what has happened uh, with Chadwick Bozeman. Wow. Wow. I mean, that that that's a heart hitter right now. I mean, it's amazing to see someone on television that looks like you and um, to be able uh, to have someone of his caliber just out there representing and um, representing for uh, his culture and for his people. I mean, he has played some outstanding roles. And for him um, to pass this week, it, it really moved me. So that's my week in a nutshell. It, it, it's just been crazy. It's crazy. So tell me what's been going on with you. Feel free to just go ahead in the comment section and begin to like, um, subscribe, and then I want to communicate with you. I want to communicate with you. This will be a vehicle where we can just talk about it. So just go ahead and comment, and we we can uh, share exactly what it is uh, that has been going on. Well, now let me tell you a little bit about my podcast. You know, this, this podcast was birthed when COVID-19 hit. Um, of course, anybody who knows me best knows that I'm a businessman. All I do is work, 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 work. Um, but when COVID-19 hit, it hit a tremendous amount of my business. And uh, so I was able to slow down a little bit. And when you are social distance, distancing and quarantining alone, uh, all of a sudden you get ideas. And I wanted somebody to talk to. And so I began to put together uh, this platform so that I could reach out and talk with you. And so we've begun 
um, this podcast. It's the first of many, um, but we've begun this one called Be Little Speaks. Be Little Speaks. And tonight, I'm just on to uh, encourage you to partner with us. Listen, I don't know if you had a chance to do it yet, but I want you to go over to our Facebook page, go over to Spotify, go over to YouTube, go over um, to Instagram, go over to Twitter, wherever you are. Do me a favor. Be my friend. Partner with me. I want you to go and just smash that like button over at YouTube. And of course, um, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, all of these platforms, uh, you can be you can um, just put in be little speaks, be little speaks. Now, the podcast comes out weekly and um during the podcast, we're going to be meeting with various people and and um, just sharing what's going on in their lives. Uh, I hope that we'll be able to empower you, to encourage you, uh, to allow this to be a platform where you can be enlightened. Now, if you haven't done it yet, I want you to go over to Spotify. I want you to go over to iTunes, uh, go to Google Podcasts, and just hit the like button. Hit the like button um, because I definitely don't want you to miss what we have going on now. Well, I see some people in the room. Say hi. I want to know who's in the room. I definitely would like to communicate with you. This moment is just to say hi. You know, for the longest, I've been thinking about hitting that live button. I've never done it before. I've never done it before. I tried. I tried. And, uh, you know, I realized then, hey, Apostle Jackson, I was going to call you out uh, on this this moment because you've given me a lot of fuel, Apostle G.S. Jackson, to go ahead and just get started. You're one of my heroes uh, that began, and I'm loving what you do. And uh, just, you know, he does an amazing word of truth week after week, him and his wife, Janine, and and, and uh, just thank you for being here. But, you know... Uh, I had a hard time just hitting that like button. It, it, it was rough for me. And for a while, I began to, uh, to wonder why that was be that would be before I realized that I had a fear of people's opinions. I had a fear of what you all would think about me. I thought, what's up, bro? <laughs> Everything's good, apostle. So good for all of your support, man. Uh, looking forward. I got to interview you real soon, man. You're one of the people I want to talk to very, very soon. Hopefully we can make that happen. But I was saying, uh, you know, I found that it was difficult for me to hit that like button because I had a fear of what people would think of me. And for the longest, I allowed that to uh, stop me from being able to engage uh, with you. But recently, I, I've got a, a revelation. I heard um, this philosopher by the name of Aristotle uh, say that the only way to not be criticized is to be nothing, to do nothing, and say nothing. If you're going to do something, if you're going to become involved with anything, the first thing that um, I think we need to understand is that people are going to have an opinion about it, and every opinion may not be favorable. But that is not the reason for us to not begin. 
to allow somebody to live in our head rent free, to, to think about what others would say about us or what they would think about us and allow that to stifle our future and cause us to procrastinate all because we hold them in fear does ourselves a disservice and it causes us to not birth out the things that God would have us to do simply because we fear what other people will think about us. And that's what FOPO is, F-O-P-O. It's the fear of other people's opinion. And we've got to get over that. We we can't allow that to, to, to stifle anything that we know, our passions, the things that we love to do. We can't allow that to stop us from being uh, who God has created us to be. We, we can't allow it to uh, block us and stop us from being what God wants us to be. And so somebody today... I I want you to find inspiration in this thought that this is the very first time out of years of being on social media that I have ever hit the like button. This is the very first time that I've ever decided to hit the like button. And there are some conclusions that I came up with uh, that helped me to get, get over that. First of all, um, I had to become acquainted with the idea that people are going to judge you. Now watch this, because uh, I'm going to say something you probably are not going to like, but I believe it's the truth. Not, nevertheless, I need you to think about yourself because as unjudgmental as you may think that you are, I want to suggest to you that you are, you're judgmental. Yeah, you, the person that's listen, listening to me, you are judgmental. Wait a minute, little, before you take me to Judge Judy or Joe Brown, what do you mean by that? Think about this. Somebody will take all of their income, they'll take all of their resources, and they'll begin to put together this body of work. It might be a movie. It might be uh, some music. It, it may be a book. And they put all of that energy into getting it um, out there so people can watch it. And as they begin uh, to air whatever it is that they have, uh, you and I will sit back and watch Netflix and we'll watch the movie. And at the end of the movie, we'll come up with one of of, of two um, conclusions, maybe even more than that. One of those conclusions would be that movie sucked. It sucked. I mean, out of out of all the hard work this person put in at the end of it, we'll come to a conclusion that that suck. Or um, after uh, we watched it, we'll say that movie was great. It was phenomenal. It, it was awesome. I remember watching The Fall for Grace. And, you know, that that was a movie that became hilarious from the Tyler Perry's Perry's movies on uh, Netflix. And even though it was a great movie, everybody had opinions about the wigs that Tyler Perry chose to use in the movie. Everybody had something to say. Either you liked it or you, you didn't. I mean, when we were able to get acquainted with Felicia Rashad's role, uh, everybody had something to say uh, about wow, I, did, I didn't know that she could do something like that. I didn't know that she could come off with, with a role like that. I wasn't expecting that. You know, at the end of the day, we all were sitting, observing this movie. 
and we were coming up with an opinion about it. So what does that mean? No matter what you do, you can start a church. You could decide to start a babysitting uh, a service. Somebody's going to have something to say about what you are doing. Somebody's going to have an, an opinion. Somebody is going to want to uh, be able to chime in and 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 have a thought about what it is that uh, you are, are are doing. So. If everybody's going to have an opinion, then we cannot get past, uh, um, we can't get past uh, being evaluated by others. We can't get past it. It comes with the territory. If you're going to do something, be something, if you're going to become involved, if you're going to become engaged, somebody is going to have something to say about what you are doing. And some of it will be good. Some of, some of it will be bad. So the first thing that I, I, I want to convey with you today is that you have to realize that you're going to be judged. No matter what you do, you're going to be judged. Anybody doing anything is going to be judged. Now, I thank God for those. Hey, Sister Gisela, one of our uh, former members. It was good to see you here on the platform. Thank you for the support. Go over and like our Facebook page, Be Little Speaks. Type it in and like it for me. Uh, we're trying to grow that platform. But somebody's going to have something to say about it. And we, the first thing that we must do is come to grips with the fact that others are going to have an opinion by it. They're going to have an opinion by it. And so we must allow ourselves to be willing to accept criticism. Somebody said to me one time, Apostle Jackson, Somebody said to me, says, if you live off of the the uh, compliments of men, you will die from their criticisms. If you live off of the compliments of men, you will die from their criticisms. In, in other words, if you are addicted to um, uh, the opinions, what this person has to say, what that person has to say, uh, you're going to die from their criticism because you're, you've never really found yourself core and you're not operating for you. I posted something earlier uh, on my social media wall and it says something along the lines of, um, this, it, it said something along the lines of the moment that you stop caring what people think about you is the moment you begin to live. The moment you stop caring what other people think about you, you begin to live. You have to understand that some people don't have vision. Some people uh, don't have ambition. Some people um, can't see greatness for themselves. They can't see success for themselves. And because they can't see it for themselves, they surely are not going to release you to be everything that God is calling you to be. They're going to have an opinion about it and they're going to voice it. But listen, if we listen to these opinions and we become dependent on these opinions, what happens is that we never, ever go out to the edge 
um, of our capacity. And the moment we uh, don't go out to the edge of our capacity, we don't grow. Why? Because growth happens at the edge of our capacity. It doesn't happen in the center because the center represents our comfort zone. The center represents where I'm safe. The center represents me doing nothing. The the, the center represents uh, me having it all together and knowing exactly what's going on. But when I get over the fear of people and I understand that somebody's going to have something to say about everything that happens, so I might as well do it. Now, listen, and I thank God for all of those that are in the comment section. I appreciate you. Listen, I appreciate you. You you don't even understand. I'm nervous. I've never did anything like this live, especially going out to the world. But I've decided that I want to grow. I want to go out to uh, my capacity level. And I, I can't grow staying in the boat. I can't grow uh, staying in the ark of safety. I have to step out in faith and be who God wants me to be. There's a scripture. There's a scripture um, found in Proverbs 29 and 25. I want to read that for you. I didn't have it open. It's just one of my favorite scriptures. And as I've been preparing to go out into the world with this podcast, to go out into the world with live and and all of the things that we are going to be doing um, real soon, um, this scripture stood out to me. And uh, I want to read it for you. It's Proverbs chapter 29 and 25th verse. And this is what it says. It says that the fear of man brings a snare. I just want you to let that set in because somebody's procrastinating on the next dimension of their growth. Somebody's procrastinating on meeting their destiny because they have allowed the fear of other people's opinion to rob them of the opportunity to be who God created them to be. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. And they've allowed other people to live rent free in their head. (laughs) And they allowed that voice to be louder than the voice of God. My pastor, Bishop L. Lawrence Brandon, he says this, and and I love it. My my pastor said uh, one time, he said, Whoever can be in your ear and affect your mood is closer to God than you are because they're standing between you and God. And if they can cause you to fret, if they can cause you to tremble, if they can cause you uh, to become nervous, then they are closer to God than you because you allow them to separate you from the voice of God. And in Proverbs 29 and 25, it says that the fear of man brings a snare. It's a trap. It's something that begins to smother the life out of you because you can't be productive because you're over here wondering what everybody has to say about you. You're wondering what everybody has to say, and, and it calls you to grow. And so uh, fearing what other people are going to think about you has caused you to become a, a procrastinator. And I need you to understand this, that uh, procrastination is a destiny killer. Salah, rest. We're, going, we're just going to let that marinate for a minute. Procrastination 
is a destiny killer. You know, I was sitting here thinking about this as I was uh, going over my own fears of getting started and watching other people growing, watching other people being, watching other people evolving while I'm sitting over here in my head wondering what people are going to think about me, how they're going to criticize me. Um, I got this revelation. I got it uh, not too long ago. And that revelation is this. I will suggest to you today that fear has caused more people uh, caused the death of more people's destinies than the devil. Let me, let me stop and, and, and I'll say that again, that fear has caused more deaths than Satan himself because we were afraid because we were scared and we allowed people and their opinion. Listen, People might show up in my comments section, even now with me starting, you, you may talk about my speech, you may talk about my broadcast, you may even talk about how I keep fumbling with this speaker in my ear. I'm about to take it out because it's, it's getting on my nerves. Uh, and y- you may hear how I'm splitting verbs and, and you may want to chime in in the comments section and say something about it. But one thing that I've learned is that people, you may see them in the comments section but you don't see them at the bank. Because while they're doing nothing, you're over here and you are building, you are growing, you're making uh, yourself vulnerable. You're, you're out there willing to fall, willing to fail, but also willing to grow. I'm going to suggest to you today that in every failure that you've had in your life, there was a lesson in it there was an opportunity to grow. There was an opportunity to grow. So we can't let people live rent-free in our head. We can't allow people to um, stifle us from being everything that we know that God desires us to be. If I read the rest of this verse, it says that the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Whoever trusts in the Lord will be, be safe. Whose report are you going to believe? Who, 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 who are you going to allow establish your destiny? A God who loves you, a God who cares about you, a God who desires your growth, a God who only thinks uh, the best of you or somebody whether it's a family member, a friend, somebody on social media, um, how are you going to let them stop you from being who you know you can be. That's crazy. I mean, that's crazy. No matter what day you wake up on. So if we're going to get over the fear of other people's opinion, the first thing that I told you is that you got to realize that you're going to be judged. The second thing that I'm going to tell you is that you've got to operate from your core values. Now, I'm not dismissing wisdom. The Bible tells us that in the multitude of counsel, um, you can find wisdom. But everybody's not qualified to be your counselor. Everybody's not qualified. You know, uh, instead of praying when we hit tragedies, when we hit brick walls in our lives, sometimes instead of going to God and asking God, what's going on here? What is this about? Sometimes we'll ask everybody else 
their opinions. And then when their opinions don't pan out, then we ask God. You can't do that. You have to have trusted voices in your life. Bishop L. Lawrence Brandon, my pastor, he's a trusted voice in my life. Um, uh, uh, Apostle Jackson, who's here, he's been uh, more than a friend, but he's been a brother to me. Um, I know that I can make myself naked and and make myself vulnerable uh, because he's going to tell me the truth, but he's going to tell me the truth in love. He's going to tell me the truth in love. Uh, 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 But everybody's not qualified to play that part in your life. Listen, you should be able to take the people in your life that uh, you trust their voice and you should be able to get a one inch by one inch piece of paper. And write those names on that sheet of paper. And if you need more than that paper, then you got too many voices in your life. If you need more than that one inch by one inch block of paper that I'm telling you to write the trusted voices in your life, then you've got too many voices in your life. And you've got to make sure that these voices are also connected to God's voice that they love you, that they, they're going to tell you um, who it is. So I'm not dismissing having um, a circle. You know, if I needed to learn anything about having a trusted circle, look at Chadwick Bozeman. This man was suffering for four years. You know, he, he had this pancreatic cancer for four years and he went to his church and he talked to his pastor. He talked to his physician. He talked to nurses. He talked to friends and nobody in his circle leaked this information. All of us were shocked and couldn't believe that this man was dealing with so much while he was serving us. Why? Because his circle um, kept him covered. And that's why I love to say I need somebody in my life that can cover me until I recover. And so when I begin to operate out of those core values and um, I begin to make myself exposed, like I'm doing now to the world with this Be Little Speaks podcast or this vlog or me just talking about what I'm talking about. Um, When I do that at the end Everybody can't tell me, especially if they've never tried it before on how good it was or how bad it was. Because if, if you never made a movie, you don't you don't know why Tyler Perry wigs were the way they were. You don't know the, the, the budgets he was playing with, the timelines he was playing with. But it's easy to sit back as a Monday uh, morning quarterback or a Monday morning observer and talk about everything you would have done, should have done or could have done after everything has passed. So uh, you have to operate from your core value and then allow uh, yourself uh, to have those trusted few to speak into your life. The next thing that I learned when I dealt with my own fears and when I dealt with the opinions of others is um, that people may not be judging you. People may be trying to help you, but you project your insecurities on their wisdom. I'm going to just let that sit in for a moment. People may not be judging you. People may be helping you. They may have observations that can help you to grow, but your own insecurities allow you to hear differently the wisdom that they are attempting to convey to you. 
you'll, you, you'll hear it differently. And so as I began to um, deal with my own insecurities, when people that I trusted, their voices, when they had to say something about sensitive areas in my life, there are times when I won't say nothing, but I'll sit back and listen because I understand that I could take these same fears. And I know that they don't come from God because he's not giving us the spirit of fear, but of love, power and a sound mind. And uh, uh, however, I could take these things that I call my fears and allow those things to contaminate the wisdom of good friendship, the wisdom of brotherhood, sisterhood, the wisdom of, uh, of those that really love me, you know? So I remember one time my son, Greg, and I, um, we decided that we were going to go to Atlanta to see my father. My dad, it was a pilgrimage of sorts. I had taken my older son before. Uh, and now I was taking my younger son so that he could have an opportunity to sit uh, with his grandfather and sit with me. And I mean, we had some wonderful times at that that kitchen table. Thank you, Mother Alice. I don't know if you're watching. I appreciate those breakfasts. Oh, my goodness. They were amazing. But as we we're getting ready to take the trip, we were in the gas station and I kept telling my son, I said, hey, son, why don't you get some snacks for the trip? And my son said, I, I don't want any snacks. I'm good. Then I keep telling him because I've traveled before and I know somewhere along this eight hour journey, you will want a snack. So I told him, I said, why don't you get uh, a snack? He said, dad, I'm, I'm good. So the third time when I suggested it, he said, dad, I'm starting to feel convinced that you don't hear me when I say that I don't want any snacks. I'm good. But I think you really want snacks and you're projecting that on me. And I went, Wow. And that was the moment that I realized that my young son was becoming a man because I was doing that. I was projecting the fact that I know I've taken this trip to Atlanta many times before. And uh, I knew my proclivity to reach for snacks. And I began to try to project that on him. Well, we'll do that with our fears. We'll do that with our insecurities. We will cut off good people that only mean the best for us simply because we are too insecure to hear what they have to say. And we do ourselves a huge, a huge disservice in doing so. So I want to encourage you today, whatever God has called you to do, whatever God has said to you that is significant for your life? Because, you know, a lot of times we say that people are anointed. No, everybody's not anointed. We have some people that are talented, maybe even gifted, but your the, the grace of God on your life to be, to do, to flow, kicks in when you marry assignment. And when you discover your purpose, when you discover your assignment, and you know that this is what God uh, desires from you, that's when you are anointed because he has appointed you to do something fascinating in the earth. And, you know, it'll be a sin and a shame. Miles Monroe talks about this for us to die full, to have had all these visions um, but never went to the edge of our capacity 
which I told you earlier, that's where growth happens. Not when we're in our comfort zone, not when we're in the center, but when we've gone to the edge of our capacity, that is the moment where we grow. And wow, to have all of this vision, to have all of this purpose, to have all of this zeal, but you never get it as my friend, uh, G. Scott says, you never get it out of first gear because you're scared of what people are going to think about you rather than what God has assigned and anointed you to do. All I can say is, wow, don't die fool. I want to die. Whether you had something to say about me or not, I want to die on full. I want everything that was supposed to come out of me to come out of me. I want everything that God has called me to do. And I may not be perfect. And let me tell you, others may do what you do. Others may do what you do, but they have not been called to do it where God has called you to do it. So we need you. I need you to survive. I need you at your best. I need you growing. I need you moving. I need you alive and well. I need you uh, flourishing. And one of the biggest enemies of that is thinking what other people are going to think. So, wow, someone who was afraid to hit that like button, Apostle Jackson, now I've been here 42 minutes. Wow. I never, ever thought uh, that would happen. I thank God for my heroes uh, uh, in um, this industry. Yeah, I thank God for those that have gone before me. I salute you, R.C. Blakes, L. Lawrence Brandon, Apostle G.S. Jackson, those of you that have been doing it. Now, here I'm joining the battlefield with you uh, to uh, encourage you, uh, to lift you up, uh, to stand with you in this kingdom work of just pushing God's agenda. So that's it for me. I'm good. Listen, people of God, I am going to be back here on Friday. Friday's going to be a little different. I want to talk with the audience uh, more on Friday because this isn't all churchy. It's not all spiritual. Um, uh, Friday is going to be our hangout. Uh, time so about 8 p.m central standard time i'll be back on this platform and we're going to talk about what's happening in the news we're going to talk about what's happening in the word uh, i'll talk about some new ventures also i'm going to be giving away one of the things that we're going to do week from week is to spotlight uh, businesses that are making an impact and i've contacted one of the businesses um, and uh, they are allowing me to give away some gift cards to you. So you want to be here next week. Um, we're going to spotlight a business and, and give away a few gifts uh, as our way to say thank you for liking our page. People don't have to be kind to you. And I'm grateful every day that just with a few people on earth, God has allowed me to find favor with them. And so be here Friday at 8 p.m. And then, of course, if you haven't done it yet, I want you to go uh, to these platforms. You're, you're seeing them pop up on the screen. Um, go to these uh, platforms. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you. I appreciate the encouragement. And if there's anybody else that's here um, in the comment section, please chime in. Say something. 
uh, I want to know uh, that you're here. Say hi. Encourage me because it took a lot to get this out. Oh, my goodness. Pastor Marcus George, I don't know if you chimed in. It took a lot to get this out. And I'm just finally glad that I've, I've gotten over the hump. And hopefully it gets easier and easier uh, from here. But um, Friday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, meet us. I want to chat with you. I want to talk with you. We're going to talk about what's in the news. We'll talk about what's happening in your lives, the funny stories. And also, I want to spotlight your businesses. You know, I want to spotlight your books, spotlight your ministries. Uh, I definitely uh, want to talk to you and uh, just know that uh, there's other things happening around. Why? Because anybody who knows me, knows that I love to say that we are better together. We are better together. So that's Friday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Time and uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, We'll be here spotlighting businesses, doing what we do like we do it. Well, this has been the very inaugural episode the very first one i can't wait apostle jackson uh i can't wait to go back uh a year from now 10 years from now and watch this i'm probably gonna laugh with this hat on with me fooling around with that earpiece uh as we progress in the things of god in this uh, technology i just can't wait i can't wait to see what it's going to be but i'll be here and we'll be doing it together As my brother says, friends, I love you to life. I love you to truth. Take God with you everywhere you go. And if God can't go there, you don't go there until we meet again. God bless you. God keep you is my prayer.